Welcome to another episode of the Underground Bunker Podcast. This is your proprietor, Tony Ortega. And as you can see, I'm joined once again by the wise beard man, Mark Bunker. Thanks for coming back, Mark. My pleasure. Terribly exciting right now. Well, uh, I thought it was a good time to have you back because, as a matter of fact, it's not just the last day of summer. It's also a- another uh, occasion is being marked tonight. You you got a campaign going? Yes, it's up and running. Uh, it's very exciting. I'm I'm running for re-election to the Clearwater City Council, and it's going to be a challenging run. Uh, I know the big guns are going to be out to. Uh, get rid of me. Um, but I have faith in the folks out there who are following from all around the planet uh, that uh, I've got people. Sub- oh, and all throughout uh, the rest of the galaxy as well, as Hubbard would say. Um, so I, I know I've got uh, people on my side. And actually, I was just uh, out doing a, a very short video uh, to announce my uh, campaign. And as I was uh, filming that, a guy came up to me and told me um, that he was a big supporter and that he uh, has been watching me on the council and and is impressed with everything that I'm doing, um, Scientology and otherwise, primarily otherwise, worrying about neighborhoods and things like that. So I've got his full support and he's a big guy in in the neighborhoods. So that's good to hear because... You know, you don't always get a lot of feedback. Uh, so, so to know that folks, especially folks who are like tied into uh, the community, uh, it, it's nice to know that they're they're behind you. Absolutely. And uh, the election is in March again. Is that right? Yes, it's going to be mid March. And then, uh, if I'm reelected, I, I would be uh, back in office I'd probably on the first of April next year. Okay. So looking back at your first term, uh, what would you say are some of the things that uh, surprised you the most about actually doing the work of being a city councilman in Clearwater, Florida, that you did not realize going into it? Well, gosh, uh, I mean, there there are surprises all the time, uh, but I've gotten used to most of them now. So... <laughs> It is uh, it is uh, hard to come up with um, what really shocked me. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. Well, here, here's one of the first things that shocked me. Uh, when I, I came in after first being elected uh, and they were giving me the uh, information on here's, uh, here's uh, what you do, here's where we are, and you got an office right there. And I said, okay, what, what are the office hours? Uh, I said, well, you can come in whenever you want. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. So it's nice that we're, we're not um, in city hall a lot. Um, we have meetings there and we, we you know, uh, but we're primarily out around the city going to meetings and, and talking to people. And I'm on a, a few different boards now, uh, like the um, uh, pension committee. Uh, and it has been really eye-opening to um, hear some of the cases of, of police officers who've been in these traumatic incidences and are 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 going through shock, you know. And and um, the doctors have said, okay, time for him to leave the force. Uh, and it's, it's so 
it's so horrifying hearing what they go through. And, um, and you know that, you know that police and military, they have uh, tough jobs and they're, they're going to see uh, a lot of pain and misery. Uh, but it's still um, tough to hear uh, the, the firsthand account of, of, of somebody who shot you or somebody who died right in front of you. Um, so that, that has been uh, surprising. And, and, you know, I think, I think it's been very helpful. Uh, I've tried to um, uh, get to know the fire department and the EMT people. Uh, I've, I've uh, been working with them quite a bit. Uh, and, you know, it, there's, there's always something around the corner. There's always new things that we need to worry about that uh, I've never worried about before, for God's sakes, you know, fixing sewers. <laughs> All of these things that, you know, they come before us and we, we get a lot of background material. We read up on it and we make a decision. Uh, sometimes it's hard to believe that, oh, yeah, I'm one of the guys making the big decisions for the city. Well, what are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about, you know, what are we going to build there? Um, and uh, so I'm used to being a wise beard man. Um, and uh, it, it's, uh, but it, it's really, it's really satisfying. And, and I'm happy that I, I can give to the community whatever I can. Well, I mean, one of the things that struck me the most about seeing you in action with the Scientology stuff was that you were always so thoughtful and, uh, you know, compassionate. Uh, some of us are a bunch of hotheads out there, you know, and we <laughs> react uh, We react to things and uh, it gets kind of testy out there. Now, we could always count on Mark Bunker to keep his head cool and, and see both sides. And so, I, you know, I, I would imagine that that's the kind of work that would agree with you. Because it takes it takes some uh, judgment. It takes some, uh, you know, you you've got to be calm. You've got to see the whole field, uh, and it just seems like they got a good uh, they got a good guy in you. Well, thank you. I, I, what what I I feel uh, I've brought to the council is some level of humanity. Um, I am not the most knowledgeable on every field, but I, I'm willing to ask dumb questions that anyone else would ask to find out, you know, what's going on. Um, and believe me, I can ask some dumb questions. But I also uh, am always interested in the human aspect of the story. And, um, and I've had a lot of people thank me for that. But the, this, this fellow came up to me tonight um, appreciated, uh, that one of the, uh, assistant city managers has told me those were really great, powerful things you said tonight, not about Scientology ever, but, uh, on other issues. Um, so that, that's nice to hear because you don't really know, uh, how, uh, how it's going over in the public. We, we've got, uh, uh, you know, a tough road ahead of us um, with this re-election campaign because on one level, it looks like there's been nothing but chaos. And on another, there really hasn't. We're, we're 
rolling along. But when we when we got elected, first thing that happened, it was COVID lockdown. Right. And so for two years, we couldn't get out in the public, really, and, and mingle with people. Uh, and we had unique challenges of trying to keep people alive back then, you know, keep businesses open. And, um, and there's not a lot as uh, a city that you can do because that type of aid normally comes from the federal and state. The cities are, you know, are, are there to collect the garbage and keep things moving. Right. Uh, but we came up with some programs to help uh, people get some uh, free meals. And we were all, all out there at the Salvation Army handing out turkeys and things like that. So, um, so we went through that. And uh, one of the first things we had to do was hire a new city manager and a new city attorney. Uh, and our city manager had been with us for 21 years, I think. Uh, and he um, was retiring, getting ready for that, getting ready for he and his wife to have a wonderful retirement. And then he died um, yeah. Yeah. right after playing golf with uh, our mayor at the time. Um, so we've been, uh, trying to rebuild. I think we've got a really terrific, um, city attorney. I'm very proud of his hire. The first, um, city manager that we, um, that we hired, we fired after a year. Uh, I'd like the guy, John Jennings. Uh, I did, yeah. And, um, you know, he was, you know, thinking he could deal with Scientology and he can strike a deal with Miscavige because he knows these big egos. So I was giving him a lot of rope um, and still supporting him. But the rest of the council were very upset that there was not a lot of communication that uh, that was there. Uh, so we started again. And uh, we have a new city manager who's uh, our old human, um, human uh, resources uh, head. And she is really terrific. She's um, she's she's dealing with crises every day. Like the biggest thing, like a couple of weeks ago, um, the sprinklers broke in our public library, our main public library down by the bluffs, and the entire building was flooded. Oh. And that's where we have our, our council chambers now. So we can't do meetings there. We had to scramble at the last second to find a new place to do meetings. And, you know, the, 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 the team that we have working in the city are pretty remarkable because, you know, they made arrangements for us to um, take over the stage of um, the, the Capitol Theater downtown. And uh, the, the AV guys were able to videotape it and get it out to the public. Um, so it, it went over fairly smoothly. And that was the first time that I actually had a chance to chair the meeting because our mayor couldn't be there that night. So it was a little, a little unusual to be in a new space and trying out new things. Um, but I'm, I'm glad I had a chance to do it because I showed up at our pension board committee last week and they said, oh, the, uh, the chairman isn't here. You're gonna have to run the meeting. I went, okay, I got this. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's nice to know that, eh, okay, I can handle it. Um, 
that said, uh, people say, hey, why don't you run for mayor? And uh, we've got a woman that uh, is on the council with me, Kathleen Beckman, that I have been impressed with uh, from the get-go, and she's running for mayor. Uh, and, and I think um, the two of us being there, hopefully getting a third person, uh, can really make a difference in the city. Um, we have rested, uh, this, uh, this is all political stuff that you folks out there probably don't care about at all. Where's the Scientology? <laughs> um, but just, uh, you know, quickly, um, you know, it's the good old boys that had been running the city for ages, as it is in most places. But we've kind of taken it back from the establishment and brought it back to the neighborhoods. And that's something that I'm proudest of, that we're caring more about the, the people than the developers. And, um, and, and I, I'm happy to see that Kathleen's stepping up and, and I, I think she's got a really good shot at, at uh, becoming mayor. Uh, uh, going anybody else? Scientology? Probably not. But <laughs> anybody else announced for the seat you're running for? Yeah, there have been a, a few people. Um, I, I've heard about two. Uh, one is a guy that I know. Okay. Uh, I, I see him at uh, various meetings from time to time. Uh, okay. Mike is his last, his last name is something like Master Dodio or something. I, I'm not really sure. And I apologize. Okay. Um, but. Um, He's not a fan of Scientology, and he he would come up and tell me so at the meetings. Uh, it was interesting to see him running against me yeah. because it would be much better to have a second strong voice on Scientology in the other seat, right? Um, and you know, I'm I'm not really worried about it um, because. This is a guy who, when I was at an Amplified Clearwater dinner not too long ago, a couple months back, he came up to me after, you know, the dinner and we're all kind of mingling around. And he's saying, I don't like the fact that the Scientologists, uh, they, they have a big table up front and they're, they're part of the Amplified Clearwater. They're not a business. Uh, and uh, I said, oh, I'll check into it. So I went up to the, uh, you know, the head of the, uh, of Amplify Clearwater, our Chamber of Commerce, and said, hey, what's the deal with this? Why are they part of this when they are the problem downtown? Right. You have to admit right. that Scientology is the reason why we're struggling. Well, you know, we can't discriminate. Uh, but, but you know, when, when he filed, uh, be, I, I was looking at, at him online shortly before this, and I saw... He's part of Amplify Clearwater. He's within the group. Why isn't he going to them and talking to them and saying, let's do something about this and instead of coming up to me going, oh, I don't know, that sucks, man. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it is a shame uh, that, uh, that we can't get a, a, a strong voice uh, in the other chair. We might. Uh, one of the guys who went up against me last time, Mike Menino, is an incredibly strong candidate, and I frankly thought he would beat me. Uh, he was willing to mention Scientology because he knew he had to go up against me, and he wasn't going to keep sh his mouth shut about it, which most other candidates did. So if he gets uh, in the seat three, 
uh, you know, he may he may be an ally. Yeah. Uh, he's certainly not an enemy. I, right. um, I uh, during uh, during our first campaign against one another, I had great respect for him, and uh, I, I think it went both ways. Um, although I know he and his wife are not happy when I won, <laughs> but uh, um, I, I think that's. Uh, that would be great if he if he gets elected. Uh, there's some other folks that I think there's at least three for each of these open races again, which is important uh, because um, the fact that it was a three way race. Oh no, last time it was a five way race that I was in, uh, and I won uh, with like 33 percent of the vote or something like that. And there were. Um, there were some of the establishment on the council at the time who said, let's change the rules. You have to have 50%. We're going to put in runoffs. And, um, you know, I fought back against that saying, well, you know, if, if uh, the, all of these people like you who are tied in with the uh, movers and shakers in the business community, you have all the money in the world. Uh, you know, for someone who um, is not part of that scene, we're at a huge disadvantage. If I had had to pay for a runoff after I won that first part, I couldn't have, I couldn't and, have and, uh, and the, won. And the, and the city uh, has to- I didn't say it, but that's the point. And the city has to pay for the runoff. I mean, it's, it's something that's not, uh, it's an yeah. added expense to an already existing yeah. system. Right, it would add another hundred thousand dollars, something like that, for them to hold uh, a runoff. Um, but we did uh, vote finally to um, to consider that and make that happen after my second term is over. So okay. it's not going to affect me in this race. Uh, I see. If we have a three person or a five person run this time, um, you know, it's still it's, a plurality. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and I, you know, I still think it, it sucks for those folks uh, in, in minority communities or folks who don't have uh, big backers. It's going to make it really difficult for them. Um, so, so, the re so the situation yeah. is that you're announcing right now for your re-election, but you do have competition. And yeah. uh, obviously people know that uh, you're most well-known for the Scientology issue, but what about, I mean, you need a plurality. You need people to vote for you who don't, who aren't necessarily that interested in the Scientology issue. Mm -hmm. What do you offer those folks as far as the things that you've done in the last four years? Um, you know, as somebody that uh, had a lot of different issues he had to face during his term. Yeah. Well, as I said, I, you know, I'm I'm more interested in helping individuals while still, you know, being business friendly. Uh, one of, in fact, one of the biggest uh, challenges we had was to get the citizens to approve uh, developing properties on our bluff, uh, amplify Clearwater, and some of the, those folks were behind this campaign. Yes, for Clearwater. Uh, and they privately came to me and said, Mark, we need you to get out the word that Scientology is not part of this. So mm -hmm. I did that. Uh, and I think that was a, a big help. Okay, that's Scientology related. But, um, uh, you know, that's a situation where they wanted 
me to speak out, but they didn't want to be attached to it. Mm. Okay, here's a quote for the website. We're not going to put that up. Um, but, but at any rate, uh, looking back to 2000, when we had a similar uh, referendum question, it was voted down because people thought it's just going to benefit Scientology. Uh. Um, so, so the neighborhood things um, are important. Like the, we've talked about this before, Drew Street. The, there's a stretch of Drew Street, very busy street in the city, and it's dangerous in this neighborhood. Um, and after seven years of them begging, we were able to get that approved and moved forward. And um, I, I think issues like that help. Um, I've been um, trying to help with, um, you know, some things that will piss off parts of the electorate. Like our, uh, there's a woman's clinic that has been heavily hit by protesters, and I helped them create a buffer zone um, to give the women and, and the people who work there a, a safer way to get in and out. Uh, and still, the protesters still get their voices heard. Uh, it's not stopping free speech. Uh, I know I've uh, upset a lot of people on uh, the pro-life side. Um, so it's not the type of thing I can go out and trumpet necessarily, but the women uh, that I helped uh, were incredibly appreciative and said that we want to help you get reelected and all this kind of stuff. So that, I don't uh, know, know, Mark. I don't know with abortion under assault in this country. Maybe that is a maybe that is an issue. Yeah. A little bit more um, uh, something you could talk about publicly than in past. Yeah, probably years, is you know because I think I think people in the middle are concerned about the way that's going. So, but that's I I, that's I know I know that's a big uh, issue there with that particular clinic. So it's interesting. And and, uh, and here's an interesting Scientology connection. Uh, because uh, this uh, pro-life group is suing the city, we had to hire an attorney to represent the city, and we hired Luke LaRoe, uh -huh. who has been a noted First Amendment lawyer here who has dealt with a lot of Scientology stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, he had uh, the hearing on that on Thursday, and I don't know, you know when the judge is going to come down with a ruling on that. But I contacted Luke and said, hey, um, would you like to help me get rid of this injunction? And he wrote back, oh, my God, yes, we'd be happy to do that. So, uh, you know, I talked to our city attorney about it and said, well, because we paid him for this, he can't do it for free. You're going to have to you're going to have to pay him. So we'll raise the money to to have him uh, uh, do this and we'll get rid of that 20 some year old injunction that people have been. Uh, Scientology has been trying to use against anyone who protests since uh, 2000. Right. That'll be that'll be great. I mean, I know it's been uh, this bizarre battle where you know anytime there's a Scientologist uh, within 10 feet of you, they scream bloody murder because you're breaking the court rules or whatever. But we yeah. know it's just an exaggeration by Scientology. Yeah, funny how they do that. <laughs> well let's let's talk about scientology for a minute i mean i would say that it's about um, time <laughs> i would say that you know when you came in scientology had just increased its control of downtown scient of downtown clearwater and uh but in the 
in the time since you've been in, even though you were uh, endorsing this sort of ignore them and move on with progress view, uh, it seems to me by like Scientology has been stymied quite a bit uh, in under your tenure. They have not been able to do all the things they want to do. And uh, life is coming back to downtown Clearwater from what I hear. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, I, when I went out to do my little um, video uh, just now to say I'm, I'm running for re-election, I went down to Coachman Park and there were plenty of people wandering around and enjoying the park there. And that was nice to see. And when we have a concert, there's tens, thousands of people there. It's so exciting. Um, so uh, I'm happy about that. Uh, Ms. Cabbage thought the, the moment a, a new council was elected, he'd be able to swoop in and get that CMA property. And no, he hasn't yet. And as, as far as uh, I'm concerned, uh, it's not going to happen until he comes through with everything he promised he would do for the city. Uh, I see they are making progress now. Uh, Ms. Cabbage, uh, snapped his fingers and the Scientologist owners of three of the buildings on, uh, on Cleveland Street have started refurbishing. And there's, oh, one, okay. there's one under heavy refurbishing right now, but it's right. clearly, there's a video uh, uh, on their website, Cle uh, Cleveland Street Alliance, I think is the name of it, uh, where they, they show you the beautiful, majestic uh, way they're restoring these buildings so lovingly. And it's clearly right from the Scientology shop. It's the same type of uh, videos that they churn out all the time. Um, I'll be interested to see, uh, uh, once they open these buildings, if they put a business in them, you know, okay, we got another pretty building. Will they allow anything to thrive there? And... Also, I'm be, I'll be interested to see, can I walk through the door? Yeah. There's not, there's not an injunction at any of those places. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the fact that Scientology is making a big stink about, oh, Bunker can't, uh, like, like in that uh, meeting we had uh, of the Downtown Development Board, where the non-Scientologist attorney said, oh, oh, you may be too close to the Scientologist, oh. Uh, it's like insanity and the vice mayor of the city who's sitting on the board is, is not allowed to uh, <laughs> you know, to be there. It's, it's, it's truly insane. Well, and that's, you know, that's what we've been dealing with since 1975. Yes. But I, I just, I love your sense of humor about it. And, the fact that you're keeping us all aware of it and you're actually saying things about it in the meetings, all of that matters. You know, it, it, we used to just uh, wait and wait for some little thing to happen in Clearwater to notice. And now there's just plenty of stuff and you, it's always involves you. So yeah. uh, we, we need you, we, we need you to stick around, man. And I always like to give updates. Like, um, you know, I, I didn't really plan any, um, uh, comments for the end of our meeting on, uh, um, last night. Yeah. So I thought, hey, you know what? Uh, I just saw this video from Leah Remedy saying that the LAPD uh, chief uh, shrugged his shoulders when uh, he was told that uh, the Sea Org members and staff can't call 911 uh, that is blocked. And 
And I said, well, I hope that it, because the, you know, this, the Sea Org members here have their mail read and their calls listened to. I certainly hope if if they're blocking 911 here that our, our chief of police does more than shrug his shoulders. Yeah, incredible. And, and you know, I could see some of the people in, in um, you know, the upper management of the city going. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think it's important to educate people and to try to push to see um, if we can get something done. It is so frustrating because even when I, I manage to get some action, it's always, I, I hate to say half-assed, but um, like when, uh, uh, when we saw the buses filled with Sea Org members crammed together at the start of COVID, and I, I had the chief of police at that point uh, go around and actually do a, a safety check and a welfare check, um, Scientology would get advance notice. So, of course, they're cleaning up the place. So, of course, you know, if if they're doing a welfare check on a Scientologist over at Hacienda Gardens, they have three days to uh, get everything straightened up and look nice and clean and hide all the extra bunk beds. And uh, So it's frustrating. Aaron did a video last year about... Um, these uh, uh, outer orgs like from um, uh, Chicago coming in for training at, at FLAG. And there'd be 12 people crammed into one crappy little uh, 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 um, room? hotel room. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and there was video of that that Aaron played part of. Uh, and I, I, you know, I immediately sent that to the police and said we have to do a check and of course they waited yeah psychology was able to clean everything up i don't think that they're doing it on purpose because they want to support scientology i think it's well i mean you know this is a, a polite way to run uh, <laughs> run these type of things uh we can't be polite when it comes to the the nasty way that Scientology runs their organization. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a criminal enterprise, and I have to say that more often. Yeah. So what can the viewers of the Underground Bunker podcast, readers of the Substack do to help your campaign and get you reelected? Well, definitely, if you want to go to our um, donation page, we've got a link up to that now. I have it on Facebook, and I, I sent you a, a link to it. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation, if you're anywhere in the United States, uh, you, we can't accept money from overseas. But uh, if you'd like to help contribute to uh, funding this race, it's going to be so important because unlike last time, they're spending a ton of money to get rid of me. They're, they're aiming missiles at me this time. So. Uh, I'm hoping that I have the support of the fire department, which, uh, you know, I have been a huge backer of the, the fire department. Uh, last time when I, I met with all of the, like the friends of the police and, and the, the fire union and, and all of these different uh, companies that we talk with as we're running for office, I told them, listen, I don't expect you to endorse me. No one's going to endorse me, but I endorse you. Uh, you've got my support. 
Uh, and I have really followed through with the fire uh, people for that. Um, it would be really wonderful if I could get um, their uh, their support. Um, I think that would that would mean a lot um, to the the citizens uh, to say that well, he's not just a loudmouth bum; he's a loudmouth bum that's doing something good. There you um, go. And, oh, yeah, and I, I see a bumper sticker. I see a bumper sticker. <laughs> yes, uh, there, there's uh, plenty of sarcastic things that we could uh, be putting on shirts and selling, and, and I'm very tempted. Um, uh, but it, it's um, it, you know I'm I'm really looking forward to the race. It's going to be um, it it's going to be over in a flash because these four years have been. And it's also going to seem like an eternity <laughs> as we're out there on the campaign trail. Um, in the end, uh, I, I'm I, I'm hoping to be a much better candidate than I was the first time, and that more people in the community have uh, felt what the, the man tonight told me that they've been listening to me and they've been appreciating. Uh, the things I've been saying that they come from a moral base. And, and um, uh, so, you know, that's all I can hope. Well, I hope you save a stem winder for one of the nights at winter wonderland, because I think that's going to get you, you know, that's going to get you the big numbers is if you can <laughs> join Santa Claus at winter wonderland coming up and uh, make your big speech. All right, Mark. All right. Well, so I've got much. a lot of I've got a lot of advance notice now to work on that. Okay, you work on that. I'll work on a bumper sticker. And uh, readers of the bunker, you know what to do. Let's help Mark Bunker get reelected city councilman, Clearwater, Florida. All right, thank you very much, Mark. Thank you, Tony. Talk to you later. Bye.